G'day, everybody, and today we thought we would talk about the uh, the Zeta species. Mm. Seems to be um, a lot of conversation on the internet about the the greys and the the Zetas, or and the people are mixing everything together. And, and some people think that everything's negative. Uh, you know, other people all positive. It's actually it's in the middle that that's where it really matters. And so when we talk about it, we want to discuss the difference between the Zetas and the, and the Greys. So we know that the um, Zeta uh, species that people know as the Greys is 63 different races, and 62 of them uh, belong to um, a collective mind that you could call a consciousness, or a community, um, and uh, they're in um, service to others. And the beings that we call the abductors um, are known as the greys, mm. and they're in um, basically in service to self. Yeah. They're not part of the community, the no, collective. No, no. Uh, do you remember what the Zeta said as to why they weren't part of the community? Uh, I do, yeah. They, they said, uh, well, if I remembered rightly, they said they refused to abide by free will. By the laws of free will. Yeah. And what were they doing that was against people's free will? Is this like test science memory day? <laughs> no, it's, it's test my memory day. That's, that's what it is. Well, they, 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 everything they do is generally against um, the law of free will. Um, they, they take humans against yeah. their free will. They, they lie. Uh, everything yeah. they do. Is contrary to the beings that we work with. You know, what's really interesting in, in regards, if you look at it from an experiential perspective, so you've got, um, we'll take the Zetas. So the Zetas come and they say, look, we'll, we'll do this, and they do it, and the, there's no gen, gen, generally, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that blooper in. Uh, there's no um, issues with, with them, mm. whereas... Uh, if the greys come, it's always a battle. Yeah. It's always a battle. Not that we would ask them to do anything, but as an example, let's say that they recognise that you recognise them in a situation. Uh, it could be that you're remote viewing and next thing you know you've seen a, mm -hmm. a grey. Uh, they'll come to the house and people will suddenly go, oh, great, now I'm going to remote view and bring the greys to me. It doesn't work that way. There's ways that you need that has to be done. Uh, I had a situation where um, the greys came, and mm. but the pressure, the telepathic pressure, was so strong that uh, my actual my nose started to bleed mm. uh, because of the pressure. And you know that's probably something to do with blood pressure or whatever. But it's that's never happened before. But what was happening was while they were trying to telepathically connect with me. It was as though they were trying to force my free will to shut down, as though they were uh, trying to control my mind. Um, the, the reason that didn't work was because uh, I just held my ground with them and refused to allow them to mm. override my free will. But it had physical ramifications, uh, you know, ramifications uh, for, for that. Mm. The thing is with the Zetas is, They'll, you know, if they say they're going to come, they, they come. If they say they're going to bring a craft, they bring, they bring a craft. Um, 
If they say that they're going to heal someone, they'll, they'll try and heal them. It depends on what the problem is. What we've noticed with the, the abductors, which are the greys, it's the complete opposite. Mm. Uh, I've just got a little list here of, of things that I want to mention. Uh, the first thing about the greys is, is that they, they heal no one. Uh, when they come, they take, they offer no explanation as to why they have come. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will try to override your consciousness with their own and force their will on you. They'll take genetic material to create a biological container, which they'll then try to animate and create, but of course they can't, mm-hmm. and they always fail. And uh, we've been told that that's because they don't have the permission of the spirit person that's used to animate the form. That's right. Yeah. 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 When uh, a human reaches out for contact, um, generally it's it's a problem. Mm. Um, I'm seeing uh, people online saying things like, yeah, we guarantee contact. I don't think anybody, there isn't anybody that can guarantee contact. If, if anyone says that, that that's a real problem. Um, it, imagine, you know, you've gone out and you've seen a street full of people, you know, like, and just it, who could you actually trust? You, you don't know. Mm. You have to get to know each of those people individually. Yeah, that, that goes back to what we always say, isn't it? Like, you know, when you're meditating, whether you're yeah. developing as a medium or whatever whatever your purpose of meditating is, you're sitting there and you're opening yourself up to the universe. It's, it's like opening your front door and inviting anybody and just walking down the street. Yeah. yeah. Probably not very sensible. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah. um, so when humans reach out for uh, contact, the greys and the reptilians and astral beings as well take advantage of that because these are the lower frequencies. So you've got yours, imagine a radio, mm. you know, you've got the dial. And so this is the first frequency, which is uh, three-dimensional space. And then the next frequency we could say is the astral, yep. which is um, all of the thoughts that the human minds have ever had since the species began. Continue on through the spirit realm. Mm continue on and then we get through to extraterrestrial races it's just an example and then of course through to interdimensional celestial mm. these things so if you're sitting there and you're saying okay well i want contact uh and you are saying with the best of intentions by the way i'm, I'm not saying that anybody would be silly enough to purposely bring uh, something negative to them although it can happen um, a person would sit there with best of intention mm. and they're on this frequency. And, of course, they've got to go up in frequency to move into these other spaces. Uh, you can't just jump from here to here unless you know how to do it. If you're trying to do it, that's fine. If you've worked out how to do it through your breathing or through consciousness. But what's waiting here in the astral is effigies and imagery mm. of uh, beings. And so... If the person's ever thought of a reptilian, then an image of a reptilian exists in the astral. Mm. If a person's ever seen a black shadow, that image exists. If a person's seen a spirit, it exists. So you can imagine dragons exist, fairies exist, lots of things exist Mm. in the astral. But the reptilians do inhabit the astral, don't they? Yeah. So, you know, the the astrals are really, it's it's a very loaded environment. You know, you could be dealing with a a, a, a seemingly conscious being that Mm. really isn't. Or you could actually be dealing with a reptilian, and we know the abductors are to some degree in the astral yeah. as well, yeah. don't we? So, so what a lot of the races do 
uh, that are looking to control humans is they use technology and, and consciousness, so it's a combination of things, to extend the imagery, the holographic imagery, into the astral. And so a person who might be trying to astral travel or might be, um, you know, sort of sitting there with the best of intention moves into that frequency and next thing they see a being and they go, wow, this is awesome, I've got contact with extraterrestrials. Yes, you do, but you've either got contact with an image or a real extraterrestrial. And if you've got uh, mm. contact with an extraterrestrial, then you've got, to, uh, you've got to evidence that being. You've got to get them and ask them for the evidence that they can give you. How can you show me that your intention mm. is for the benefit of um, service to others, not service mm. to self? If you don't do that, what happens is you just end up with an attachment. Yeah, and I mean, we, I think the common one of the many common misconceptions out there is just because an entity or a being is from a, a higher dimension than our mm. perceived 3D reality doesn't necessarily mean that they have your best intentions at heart. I mean, reptilians, what, what I mean, if we had to put them in a dimension box, what would we put them in for? Two, <laughs> two, <laughs> but, but I mean, they're able to navigate. Uh, the astral and consciousness they're able to uh, be here physically mm. you know th those are that's beyond what a, a human is is capable of doing to to a degree um they don't have your best of intentions at heart generally speaking you know um these beings they they operate in consciousness they as well as being physical but you don't necessarily want them to be around mm. And the other, the other thing to bear in mind is and something we always try to tell people is that just like humans can be mischievous and, uh, you know, deceive, we, we're all aware of prank phone calls, we're all aware of scam calls, you know, and when, when that happens to us, we're, we're generally quite vigilant for the most part these days, I think, yeah. people. Uh, we, we get a fake email, we get the call, you know, oh, I'm from your bank, la, 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 tell me your account number, whatever. The first thing we do is go into, not, you know, is to, okay, you, you tell me who you are first. You prove mm. to me that you are the bank. You prove to me you are person A. People just sometimes, they just seem to forget to do this evidencing process mm. by the, the beings, whatever they are, trying to communicate. But what about, here's, so here's the situation, all right? So you have, you have been uh, in contact with the being for a long time and uh, you've, you've got to know them. And then you don't bother in evidencing them anymore. You just always believe that that being that's coming to you is exactly the same being as was with you for the year. Mm. What's to stop an entity from uh, replicating that relationship and hijacking your relationship. So for us, we say, to, we say that people and we ourselves take our own advice, we should be evidencing our contact every single time. Yeah. There should be indicators that tell us who the beings are. Because if we don't do that, we do ourselves a disservice and we do the beings that we work with a disservice as well mm. because we're not um, verifying who they are. Mm. It's the same as, as Cyan just said, you know, when mm. you log onto the bank, they don't just say, oh, yeah, that's right, you logged on once, we're just going to trust yeah. you for the rest of your life. You, do it every you, time. you need to authenticate every single time. Mm. You know, uh, it's, it, if it's good enough for everybody else to do that, why in, won't people accept that they have to try to authenticate 
the beings that they work with because we're talking about in the future as, as, a, as a human civilization moving forward and communicating as mm. a collective human race with beings. Mm. How are we going to, as a race, do that correctly if we refuse to acknowledge that there is a danger out there, yeah. that there is a possibility, even if it's a slight possibility, that our friends that we have made connection with, it could be spirit people as well, that that communication process has been mm. in some way taken over by somebody else. And so all we wanted to say today was just to be aware of those things. Mm. We, we do talk about them often, yeah. uh, but there's a big difference between <clears throat> the greys and the zetas. Yeah. They're not the same beings. Yeah. And we often see people saying, well, you know, the greys, they work with the mantis and the reptilian and they do this and they do that. Yes, that can be true. But also we can't expect that just because one part of one race mm. works that way that it means that the whole race species does. Yeah, does that. It's like saying that humans all behave badly. We yeah. know that that's not true. I mean, you can't judge an entire yeah. human, the, the entire global population based on the actions of one country, let alone one small group. Yeah. You know, it's it's silly, isn't it? Yeah. It's common sense. I mean, and that also brings us back to something else we often say is when we talk about extraterrestrial contact, extraterrestrial disclosure, whatever, It's we can't talk about extraterrestrials as one all-encompassing yeah. race. There are multiple races, and within each race there are multiple facets of the race. Yeah, individuals, yeah. personalities. Yeah. Um, it's funny, we get people ask us, and what do the race, these races think? Well, what we have to ask is which race are you talking yeah, about? What do the aliens think? Yeah, what do the which aliens ones? think? We don't know <laughs> yeah. what, what they all think. Yeah. Um, anyway. anyway, so that's, that's, that's the end of this discussion. In the next video that we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about um, uh, AI and what we know from our perspective and what the future of AI holds. So if you're interested, watch the next video as well. Thank you. <laughs>